another episode of 360 degrees on the urban breakdown we got myself uh big merce we got uh mercedes and we and as always we have Odie. so yo yo uh if you hear a little bit of noise in the background uh mercedes is at the barber shop the last bash yeah. the last bastion of, of black thought <laughs> i haven't been to a real barber shop in quite a while you know i i I can't do the super cuts thing anymore. I don't want to talk about country music. I want to talk about like real stuff in the community. So, <laughs> so if you hear that stuff in the background, it's just, uh, you know, like I said, it, it's uh Mercedes is at the last bastion of black thought. So Odie, exactly. uh, go ahead and do your thing. All right. So good morning, everyone. I am not in, at the barbershop. Um, I'm actually uh, in Long Island. I'm in Hamptons this weekend. It's kind of nice. And what's funny is I'm in actually the middle class section of of the Hamptons. Um, and if this is middle class, then sign me up. <laughs> nice. But anyway, <laughs> nice. it's it's really nice up here. So it's a nice chill scene. But I definitely wanted to join you guys and talk about what's been going on this week. Um, and I think I want to start with Becky with the good hair because we've all heard this phrase. This is definitely um, – Beyonce's love child with uh, from Lemonade, from the Lemonade album. This was the phrase that paid for a little bit, and everybody wanted to kind of speculate on who Becky with the good hair is and or was, um, and this is obviously the woman that allegedly cheated with Jay-Z. Um, but if you fast forward to this past week, um, you know, a couple of years after Lemonade came out, uh, Amber Rose was on a talk show, which was weird to me, or a podcast, with Heidi and Spencer of the Hills. I'm not sure if you guys watch that show, um, but it was part of that OC series, and then they graduated and uh, became young adults, and then they had their own apartments and stuff, and the Hills was like one of the first scripted reality TV shows where we knew it was scripted. Um, It was just kind of interesting that – I don't know why Heidi and Spencer all of a sudden have a podcast, but I guess they're trying to become relevant again. <laughs> Any case, Amber Rose is a guest on the show, and uh, she speculates that Heidi with the good hair is Gwyneth Paltrow. And some of this had to do with the fact that, you know, if you remember some years back, double dating, it was always Gwyneth Paltrow, her husband, uh, Chris, I can't remember his last name, um, and then uh, Jay and Beyonce. So they would go on these double dates. You always saw pictures of them together, and then all of a sudden it stopped. I always suspected that that probably had something to do with the fact that they divorced and and perhaps are decoupled, as Gwyneth Paltrow called it. She called it a conscious decoupling. I thought it was so fucking weird and pretentious, but anyway – <laughs> they decided to consciously decouple. They broke up. I figured uh, maybe the friendship was being driven by the husband, 
So, you know, when people get divorced, it's usually going to be like, well, I'm going to still kind of rock with this person because this is who we were really friends with who just accepted the spouse. And I figured Gwyneth was the exception in that case. She wasn't the actual friend. Um, but there's been pictures of Beyonce and Gwyneth Paltrow as recently as last year, which kind of um, debunked that myth anyway. Um, but Amber Rose, of course, had to backpedal and just say, oh, I'm just joking, and I have no knowledge or information on people's personal lives. But it got people to thinking, and it kind of resurfaced things um, with Becky with the good hair. And I don't know that Becky was even white to begin with, but uh, I wouldn't say it's impossible. Right. I thought it was interesting that this whole situation, like, resurfaced, and now people are speculating that it's Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know. Have you, I know, Mark, you probably hadn't given any thoughts on who Becky with the good hair is, but is no. it outside the realm of possibility that it could be Gwyneth? Stranger things have happened. Uh, I, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow was an attractive woman, but and, and I guess for me, maybe I watch too many movies and too many TV shows, that Gwyneth Paltrow was a good-looking woman, but she's not homewrecker good. Like, if I was married to Beyonce and, and I had to cheat with somebody, even somebody who wasn't on par with Beyonce, it would probably be like a Haley Marie Norman or a Jessica Lucas, you know, or somebody like that. Somebody who people could look at her and just, and just be like, huh, I get okay, but not Gwyneth. Gwyneth is not home record good looking. She's a good looking woman. I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to take that away from her. You know, I'm not saying that I wouldn't date her. I'm just saying that I'm not leaving my wife for her. And that's just me. That's just my own personal opinion, of course, you know, but could it be uh, just as far as like a, a, a power trip? I could see that. I mean, look at Schwarzenegger when when he had um, the the woman who he had the affair with his maid. She was, and, and I'm I'm gonna be a jackass. She was not a good looking woman at all, but it was just a matter of power. Schwarzenegger and and his maid. He did it because he could, and that's and if he had a chance to do it with Gwyneth. You know, I'm not saying that Jay Z wouldn't take that chance, but Jay Z's a businessman and a pretty good businessman too. So I would, he would have to do the calculated risk of, hey, you know, I've still got to have an image after all this is said and done. Like, look at Dwayne Wade. Who did Dwayne Wade cheat with? Friggin' uh, Gabrielle Union. <laughs> and right. Then, right. You know, it's like Eddie Griffin said, you fuck up, you don't fuck down. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm going to have to use that. I am going to have to use that. All right. So okay. could I see it from, could I, is it possible? Yeah, but I still see it as improbable. And, and, and I also think too, like it's, it's Holly, you know, they call it Holly weird for a reason, you know, and huh. who now I will never, ever, ever say anything about my queen B, but I would not be surprised if, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on some weird shit and wanted to swing, and then B might have said, uh, no, we good over here, and J might have done it anyway. Maybe they was on some, like, threesome shit, because Chris also, um, he was a little effeminate. I remember he was, like, he would paint his nails and uh, wear purses and shit like that, so I wouldn't be surprised if he liked to give and receive as far as penis is concerned or <laughs> as far as penis is being involved, so I I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Somehow maybe Jay got looped into that uh, whole 
you know, scenes or whatever, and then maybe they they started fucking exclusively, and then that became a problem. So it's, right. you're right. It's not outside the realm of possibility, but was Beyonce involved? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> not Queen B. There's way too much to lose in that, you know. And if I had to lose it, it wouldn't be for Gwyneth Paltrow. Not if I, not if I was Jay-Z, you know. Not um, about with that situation, there was a there was a photo that surfaced with Jay Z. He was out like on the shores of like a lake or something. Like he had went out, um, like spending the day with like a totally different group of people that probably weren't even really closely associated with Beyonce like that. And when the mm-hmm. picture surfaced, he was on that shore with a light skinned black woman with pretty hair. She wasn't white. I'm gonna find that picture because it, it, that's what that's where the whole the whole white thing and the Gwyneth Paltrow thing I saw that I was like so did everybody forget that freaking picture because the girl definitely was black so yeah she was clearly yeah so I'm like where's the whole why are they trying to put Gwyneth in that crap she's not even that type of person she doesn't even seem like she's that type of person which you can't really say much for some of these celebrities because they get tied up into a lot of bullshit but she just doesn't seem like that type of person it's Hollywood never for a reason. It is, but you've never heard anything bad about her. You've never maybe a couple bad relationships, but you've never really heard anything bad about her. I will say this, too. Like, um, on the Carter's album, Beyonce says that she met her. So we know Beyonce has met this person. And and Gwyneth was, you know, the whole thing that really takes her out of the equation is the fact that Beyonce was spotted hanging with her just last year. So Which is true. But see, she said she I don't see Beyonce continuing to... Right, right. And um, I don't see Beyonce continuing to, like, just keep up appearances with people she does not fuck with. Her circle is already small. She's going to keep it that way. I agree. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, met them indicates that I just met them, not, you know, you was already having a relationship with this person, a friendship with this person, and then they just came into the picture. Yeah, this is somebody that came into the picture afterwards. Definitely right on that. But, yeah, I'd love yeah, to see that picture. So. I wanna yeah, I'm going to find it right now. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find it right now, you guys. <laughs> All right. So. And, oh, and one thing before you move on, Odie. Yeah. Uh, talking about Jay being a good businessman and taking the calculated risks, right? And to me, if you're somebody where you literally have to, like, paparazzi's after you all day long, you literally have to jump into a trunk to get away from paparazzi, why would you think that you could have cheat on somebody and get away with it. Like that's not gonna come out. You know? Especially well, you with somebody whose profile is going to culture. If that was a case. Yeah. Like I said, it's um, I mean she got on CNN and, and denied it. <laughs> so yeah, um, like men do make a lot of bad decisions with their penis. So yeah, that, um, yeah that photo dropped uh, after the whole elevator thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. You remember when everybody was trying to figure out why Solange went ape shit? Yeah. yeah, it dropped after that because everybody assumed like, what reason would she have to defend Beyonce? And Beyonce sat in the elevator and literally not moved. Like if you go back and watch this stuff, I know it's been a couple of years yeah, now, she but was, Beyonce she sat there and let Solange kick her, kick his ass. She really did. And so just imagine not being a celebrity and your sister defending you, and he's hurt your feelings right when you walk out of the hotel room. Like I'm gonna let my sister beat him up. I'm like, okay, I'm pissed right now. I'm crying. She can beat him up. Me and her talk about the latest. She may not have had to whoop his ass that bad, but, you know, I'm going to let them handle their business. But she didn't and then smiled where... right when she came out that hotel. When she came out that hotel, she smiled for the cameras and hopped right in the car. 
I remember right. that. That was a smirk. It was a smirk. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> she was I remember it like it was yesterday. She was like, I proved my point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fire right, teacher. So, Unless they're so, uh, wealthy, they might have got that photo taken down. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah. Um. Actually, too. Yeah. They've gotten pictures of the twins taken down, but luckily, some pictures that apparently Beyonce wanted to come out have come out of the twins, and they look so adorable and so chunky monkey like. I just I can't stand it. I can't wait till the show next month. They're finally stateside, so they're on tour now, and I look forward to to my show. But anyway, um, while we're on the celebrity wave, I want to kind of take it in a different direction of um, people that you have potentially or, or been disappointed in. Um, Merce, you've made no secret of, like, uh, being disappointed with Louis C.K. Um, but what prompted this for me was uh, Gabby Sidibe, uh, also known as quote-unquote precious. I really hate to say that because, like, I don't want to – pigeonhole her into that role forever, but when right. you say precious, everybody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. Right. So, um, uh, yeah, so um, I haven't seen pictures of her lately, but last time I saw her, she lost quite a bit of weight. She looks really nice. Um, she seems to be losing weight, like, responsibly and naturally um, right. because it hasn't dropped very fast or anything like that. Um, but someone had tweeted her online and just, you know, seemingly innocently enough asked, hey, where would I go in New York City if I want to be cast as an extra? Simple enough question. Right. She replied that, uh, how would I know? I'm not an extra. Well, mm. that seems uncalled for. Like, yeah. like damn, like, why you got to be such a bitch? Like, 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 yes, we know you're not an extra. We know that you – I don't think she was in – I don't think she was nominated for an Oscar from Precious, but – like, but ma'am, we know that you're on Empire. We know that you've been in Precious and that you were with Monique and she got nominated for Oscar. So she's on Empire now? She's still on Empire to my knowledge. I don't watch Empire. I haven't watched it in about two or three seasons. Um, so I have no idea what's going on on that show. I know, um, but I'm pretty sure her character is still on the show. She is. She is. She I is really still on the show. Either, but I've, you know, accidentally come across recent episodes. She's yeah. Yeah, my mother's still into it, so I remember, like, being over at her home one time, and she had it on, but I remember seeing Felicia Rashad and some of the other people on the show, but I don't remember seeing her, but that doesn't mean that she's not there. I just don't watch regularly enough to know, but thanks for the confirmation, Mercedes. She is still on the show, so she's still getting regular work, steady check, great. Um, it just It just seemed, like, unnecessary. It's like, well, damn, girl, like, if that's how you treat your fans, how do you treat your enemies? You know, like... That's that's what I'm thinking of, and I just wanted to know, like, and then also, too, like, I've never had the pleasure, or depending on how you look at it, displeasure, of meeting Winnie Harlow, and one thing, I always see videos of her, she seems like a likable person. From what I see of her, I like her, um, but she's a, she's a model. Uh, she's recently been tied to dating with Khalifa. Um, Drake shouted her out on one of his songs. Um, from this last album, and she was also in the um, in one of the Lemonade videos um, for Beyonce. She's she's a model. I think she's of Jamaican descent, but she has like um, a skin condition where she has patches, so it's like light and dark skin patches. But yeah. 
so she's definitely considered to be a quote unquote unconventional beauty, but this, she was a model and she's out here like living her best life. But when you look in the comments on social media, everything everyone has to say is nasty about her, that she's got a nasty attitude and all of these things. And I'm just like, I feel like that is kind of coming. I don't know how many people have actually met her, but I do feel like some of that is being driven by, well, she's an unconventional beauty. She should be humble. She shouldn't be, you know, because I feel like if she did the same things that these people are saying that she's doing as far as having a nasty attitude, they wouldn't they wouldn't um, kind of shoot her down on it. They would probably big up the other people who are more conventional beauty, so to speak. You know? You get what I'm saying? So I think, like, yeah. I, so I don't know if these comments are being driven by the fact that these women are less than beautiful, so oh, we should, they should be more humble, or if they really do have nasty attitudes, and that's why I just wanted to ask you guys' opinion or, or just see, like, uh, if you've ever had that kind of encounter with a celebrity where they just weren't what you expected them to be. You know, I, I will say one thing. I saw a video, this is years ago, of uh, Lady Gaga, and she was coming out of a hotel, and a fan ran up like a crazy person with a, with a pen and paper in his hand. He wanted an autograph, right? And the security took him down. Like they just pancaked him because he ran up like a crazy person with the pen and paper. And, and the security guard pancaked him. And um, people were just like, oh, that was so mean. That was so mean. But you get paid for that sort of thing. But my point is Lady Gaga is a type of person who, you know, he ran up like a crazy person and he would have startled her because he ran out of nowhere like a crazy, like a, like a crazy stalker. He would have signed her autograph. She would have signed his autograph because she's yeah, yeah. very fan friendly. Like she loves, she appreciates her fans. And she loves her fans. Like there are some people who I would like imagine, like somebody like Peyton Manning, who like if I saw Peyton in the street and I didn't run up to him, oh Peyton, I think you're amazing. Like if I didn't run up like that, if I just said, hey Peyton, you know, I think you're, I think you're great. Can I have your autograph? He would be like, sure, and just sign my autograph. Like there are some people who are like that, but there are also some people who are uh, people meet in real life. You know, they always say, never meet your heroes because <laughs> you'll be disappointed every time, you know. And they meet people like I saw a Biz Markie one time, and this dude act like he still had a record in the top ten. Like he was just a total dickhole, you know. And I was just like, and first of all, he was still wearing the same tracksuit he, he had on during Vapors. And I was just like, it's not like, it's not like he was showed up in a, in a top hat and a monocle. Like he was all written. He was on Yo Gabba Gabba. You know, I was like, the fuck, man. Yeah. You know, like if I say, yo, bitch, what's up, man? And then that's all I did. Don't be like, huh, peasant. Like, he didn't say that, of course, but that was his attitude. And I was like, dude, you're still wearing the same tracksuit from this is something for the radio. Like, why are you acting like that? You know, some people are disappointing, but like somebody like Precious, yeah, she had that one role, that breakthrough role, and she's getting work off of that role. But if someone asks you a simple question, don't be like that. You know, either A, don't respond, or B, just say, well, I don't know, but maybe you should get on such and such website and they may be able to help you out, or such and such person may be able right, to help you out. Right. Like, don't be like, well, don't be like, well, how would I know? Everybody be of um, Dave Chappelle, where uh, Mario Cantone, they did a segment, um, uh, what did they say, uh, ask a gay guy. And somebody asked Mario Cantone, is getting, is, um, 
getting head from a, uh, I forgot what he said, getting head from a man better than getting, than getting head from a woman. And, you know, Mary Cantone's been gay all his life. And Mary Cantone's like, like, how fuck am I supposed to know that? <laughs> you know? It's not like Precious was never an extra. It's not like she, like she just woke up one day and became a star. You know, she had to start someplace. And I refuse to believe that she just, in her first role, like that was the first role she ever had and she became well, I don't know. I she will say this. Know. I will say this. I don't think that she, I will say, I think that was her case. Um, and maybe that's why she doesn't understand, like, like why where most people start that her situation isn't most people's situation. Um, what was the guy? Remember the movie? Um, it was with um, Sean Connery, uh, and he was like he became friends with a black kid. He was like a recluse author, and he became friends with a black kid. What the hell was it? Oh my gosh! And he Y'all talked about uh, the Roundel on the BMW, which is the uh, propellers on the sky. Um, God, I forgot the name of that movie. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. You know what I'm talking about. But that exactly kid, he was like 16. His name is Sean something. His real name is Sean something. And um, he that was his first role. The kid was like 16. He saw a flyer uh, and said, like, we will cast, we will pay you like $1,000. He wanted to pay for a cell phone. And that's how he got cast. His first movie was cast with Sean Connery. And... He's been amazing. I don't think he's really acted a lot since. I don't rem- like. I haven't seen him, but that's really all he was in it for. He was like, I just needed a cell phone, so that's <laughs> that was well, my yeah, he's been in every, work. He's been in and that's not movies. most. Oh, he has. Okay, okay. But that well, was his breakout role. He had never acted before. Right. Well, put it like this, right? We all know how things don't translate well in print, right? So. If she just, she probably, instead of just making it sound all snotty, she could have said, well, I'm in an uncommon situation because my first role was as Precious. So I never had to, I never had to get work as an extra, you know? So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't be the best person to answer that question. Yeah, or like, let me, let me find out. Like, if you want to put something on, I'm not sure, sis. Let me tag at this person. I'm sure you know someone. Like, that's why she asked her. Her network is so that she knows people that know people that know people. So Finding Forrester, that was the name of it. Finding Forrester, that was it. That was it, yes. Thank you. Ooh, yeah, that was going to bother me too. Yeah, Finding <laughs> Forrester. <laughs> that was, that, that, was his, that kid's uh, first role. But, um, yeah, all she had to do was just ask somebody and say, can you help her? No? Okay, well, can you refer her to someone that can? Or just not respond at all. The, right. the, the need to risk, like, now, in this situation, I do think she was being snooty. Um, I would say, too, like, it may be linked to looks, but at the same time, what what's your girl's name? She's been considered, uh, by white people's standards, a conventional beauty in Hathaway. Okay. This chick has been trying to make a comeback for at least, at least five years, maybe more. Um, but she was being cast, if you recall, she was being cast left and right. Um, and she was always, like, in a movie. But, and, and what's her name, too? This this uh, actress also falls in that category. Katherine Heigl. Conventional movies oh. by white people's standards. Uh, but they stopped getting work because of what? Their attitudes. So yeah. it's, it's definitely possible. I, at first I, I was kind of thinking, like, well, are they just, like, you know, getting on 
Gabby and getting on Wendy because they're quote unquote unconventional beauties and like people expect them to be humble, like bitch, like you lucky that you even here kind of thing. So you need to stay humble. Or is it really that they potentially have nasty attitudes? And, and I mean, and, based on those other two actresses, yeah, right. having a nasty attitude will stop getting you work. And, and put it like this: knowing what I know about her now, that she didn't have to, that she didn't have to go through the grind, and that she probably just came in that role and just became a star off that one role. I could understand. It, it, to me now, knowing that, it's not a matter. It just basically just becomes more a matter of, hey, you should just word your tweets better or your responses better, so that people don't think. Because, like I said, it's very easy to misconstrue something that's written because you can't hear the tone behind it. You know. Yeah. And a couple of extra words, and that and that response would have been perfectly fine. Just say, well, I I never had to be an extra because my first role was. Precious, if that was the case. My first role was Precious, so I never had to be an extra, but maybe, but like you said, and either answer it more completely or don't answer at all. Just let it go, because you're not, I don't expect every person who I send a tweet to to respond to me. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So if so, they didn't respond, yeah. it would have been better than that response. Yep, just don't respond at all. All right, and then uh, my last part I want to touch on, I want to recognize this guy as being the MVP. I would say he was, yeah, he was definitely the MVP. So uh, there was a guy who a couple of years ago destroyed 45 Star on the Walk of Fame. He, had, he, had, he hadn't gotten that much progress on it. He had, like, partially destroyed it. Um, they were actually able to fix it relatively quickly from what I remember. Um, but, of course, because it was vandalism, he did have to go to jail. Um, but I think in his original intention, uh, he intended to to take the star and then auction it and donate the money to all of the victims of Donnie. He was going to auction it off. Well, fast forward to this past week, another guy actually successfully vandalizes and destroys a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And there, this time he like, yeah, he just kind of broke up all the insides, so there was no way it could be auctioned off or whatever, but he broke it up. Guy goes to jail uh, for $20,000, and the former guy who was arrested ended up bailing him out of jail. Walk of Fame by the time he was elected? Like, yeah, was he vandalized like this? I don't know if his ever got vandalized, but he did have a star in the Walk of Fame. I mean, he was a movie actor for many years. He did. He did, but I just don't know if it was before or after he was elected. Now, that I'm not sure of. We'll have to look into that because I'm really curious because if it was, if it was there while he was in office, was this getting vandalized like this or no? I've never or heard of it. Arnold. Was Arnold she getting vandalized when he was the governor? Not that I know. So it's not like we don't have politicians who were not Hollywood stars. Like, <laughs> like we, it's it's definitely forty five. That's the problem. Yeah, definitely him. That's the problem. I mean, the the problem with somebody like 
uh, like Donald Trump, or as I like to call him these days, uh, Beta Cuck 45, because of his literal bowing down. I'm surprised he didn't go for, for, for Putin's zipper. That's how embarrassing he was up on that stage next to Putin, Jesus Christ. But the problem with him, it's not about like somebody like Obama or even somebody like Bill Clinton, you know. People tend to, when people make up racist stuff about them or, you know, stuff about Bill Clinton, it's usually make-believe because they don't really have much on the policy side to hate about. They have stuff on the policy side to disagree with them because there's no policy that's going to come out where everybody in America is going to be, oh, okay, I'm all for that, right? So, but to really explain the vitriol, they got to make up stuff. So they got to make up stuff about Obama saying, oh, he's a Muslim. Oh, he's born in Kenya, stuff like that. You know, with Trump, it's basically what he says and what he does, you know? So there's no way you could go around it. So if I say that Trump is a racist, and people say, well, no, he's not. Yeah, but look at what he says, you know? So while I don't condone the destruction of that property, if I saw it happening, I'd be like, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I would just keep going about my business because it's happening to somebody who pretty much caused a lot of people a lot of misery even before he was president. He fleeced people out of their life savings on Trump University. He put so many small businesses in bankruptcy by not paying them for their work. And he chooses these small businesses because he figures, well, if you try and get your money, I'm just going to tie up in so much litigation that you're going to go broke anyway. So just accept the, the, the piddling amount that I'm going to give you for your work and just keep it moving. You know, Trump is finding out that, you know, all the stuff that he could say in the country club with his peers, yeah, he says it on stage and there's a, a, a small minority of people who will go for it, but at the same time, the general populace is going to reject him. That's why he has to go to rallies in Hazard County, Georgia, and, you know, Smoke Valley, Ohio, because, you know, he can't, you think Trump could go to San Francisco and have a rally? Hell no. Nobody would probably show up to that shit. Because most of the, I mean, despite what the election map says, most people uh, don't like Trump. You know, and it's only because the Democrats failed so much. But, you know, for somebody like Trump, you know, having a star on the Walk of Fame, I'm going to have to look up to see if he was ever vandalized before he was president. Not even talk about even before he was running, because he made a lot of enemies, even before he became, even before he ran for president. So... And I'm trying to find out if Reagan, I never saw anything about Reagan, about his star. I'm trying to find out when he got his star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Let me look into that. This is Hollywood star. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he got it. Uh, hold on. I mean, wow, he was the president. He was actually the president of the Screen Actors Guild in '47. Yeah, I mean, he's he's. I mean, I've never seen a Ronald Reagan movie in my life, but supposedly he was he was. No, a big I, I did see like a a blip of one. I did see a blip of one. My dad was uh. My dad was watching. 
I mean, he was a great actor when he was on uh, on trial for that Iran-Contra thing. I mean, granted, he did have uh, Alzheimer's, you know, but he was all that all that I, I don't I, all that I don't recall. I don't recall, you know. Uh, <laughs> that was good acting because, of course, he recalled. You know, he signed off on that stuff. But of course, Oliver North took the heat and then got off somehow because America. And now he has a show in Fox. Uh, I'm going to try to find it later and see if it comes up. But like I said, I don't condone this, the destruction of the star, but it happened, so you know what? Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and now what? Uh, I, you actually sound like 45 supporters because he definitely said uh, he definitely you have to accept it. He is the president, whether you whether you like it or not, you have to respect it. Okay, well, then let's keep that same energy and just say that you have to accept what happened and move you on. You know, when they say I have to accept it, they don't realize this is America. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> All I have to do is not kill people. That's pretty – and pay my taxes. That's it. I don't have to do anything else. I have to accept who the president is. No, I don't. Absolutely not. So – and I'm pretty sure those same people weren't saying that when Obama was in office because they were – pretty much trying to find out where Kenya was on the map because that's where they heard Obama was from and they believed it. So I, I don't go for all that stuff. That's just ridiculous to me. But I, I saw the picture of the crater of that uh, star, the Walk of Fame. And, and here's the thing. It's Hollywood. Somebody had to have seen him doing that. It's not like yeah, he could, it's, it's not, he could take a pickaxe to uh, 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 to marble or concrete or whatever that's made out of to a tourist attraction that people are probably going to be walking on at all hours of the night and no one, nobody saw him do it? Come on. That's absolutely crazy. Somebody had to see him do it, and they were just like, you know what? I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> they just kept on walking. <laughs> so... After me and mine, that is all I got today. All right. Mercedes, you still with us? I absolutely am. Um, all right. I actually have a few minutes left. I got this uh, modeling casting call to attend in a few minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and get on. I'm just going to focus on Charlemagne for now because I do have something else to do. Um, but I thought it was the most important because it also helped me to understand and look into some of the laws that we have here in South Carolina since this is where he's from and this is where it happened. Um, so basically the girl, you know, of course, I don't know why people wait 45 years to bring stuff back up, but, um, basically I take it back. He actually went to court for it, you know, was tried for it back then, but, um, the court system made a point that, you know, her parents didn't push the issue long enough or hard enough, you know, to bring, I guess, keep it in court. So they ended up dropping it on him. She's bringing it back up now. So back then when um, the parents, you know, I guess he went to jail for it or whatever the situation may have been, and then when to go to court. I, I read, I read Charlemagne's um, biography, and he pled. Okay. He pled guilty. for He pled guilty to serving minors alcohol, but did, never said that he raped that yeah. girl. That was a, and he also um, did a, one of his, uh, his own podcasts, his personal podcast. He did this whole thing, and I listened to it the other day where he was saying that him and the girl went into a sex shop and they bought some kind of aphrodisiac to, you know, I guess turn her on or arouse her to put it in liquor or whatever. And um, 
<laughs> whatever. So when he told the story, he was like, I didn't do anything like give her pills or, you know, get her high or anything. It, you know, she she knew what was going on. Now, at the time, if I'm understanding this right, the girl was like, was she like 16, 17? Yeah, she was a teenager. Old, older so. teen? <laughs> okay, she was still a teenager, but it was one of those older teenagers. Yeah. Things, but in the state of South Carolina, she's still considered a minor. Um, yes. But she made that decision as well, and that's what he was trying to explain to everybody. Me, personally, I believe Charlemagne, but for her to bring it back up now, after her parents didn't push the issue hard enough, in her early adult years, when the, I feel like it should have still been traumatizing when she was 19, you know, why didn't she push the issue then when it was so fresh and close to the situation? I see a lot of women nowadays, you know, especially with this whole Me Too movement, they're, and I, I don't know if that'll ever die, but they're, they're bringing these things up after so many decades have passed. I just don't understand it. Like, if someone rapes me today, I'm not going to wait to 15 years from now to say, you know what, I was raped and it traumatized me then. 15 years from now, and maybe I'm just a nonchalant person, that I have had traumatic things happen to me, and I try to push them out of my mind to move forward with life and, you know, kind of not dwell on it. And I understand that rape is a very serious thing, but there are just some things that should be addressed immediately, not two decades, three, four, five decades later. It just doesn't make sense. Well, so, uh, I, 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 I said the same thing. Just, okay. We're not, we're not reopening the case. Right. Now, I, I, I do I'll, think that I do. I, I'll, I'll agree with you there for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, um, I don't uh, think it's just. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Mark. Right? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, like, just because I don't understand something doesn't mean that it's not. There ain't no right or wrong way to deal with whatever the fuck is traumatic that has happened to you. Um, you know, like, it's a perfect example. Uh, I was listening to an interview on the radio. There was a rapper from Chicago. I forgot his name. But he was talking about Chance the Rapper um, being, like, a great guy from Chicago. And apparently, like, he's, he's also from Chicago. And he was talking about how kids um, kids have seen people or know people that have been shot or been lost with gun violence. They're paranoid about, they're paranoid about uh, whether or not they should – whether or not they should um, – like whether or not they'll actually die or just be in the wrong place at the wrong time, um, hear firecrackers, freak out. Um, you know, so he was basically talking about how it's PTSD and how these kids should be getting uh, psychological treatment, uh, right. but definitely, especially if they witness someone die. Now, this might not be something that you think is a problem until years later. Maybe. It's been 20 years since I've had a healthy relationship, but I was raped. I don't know. Like, maybe, and then now you see people coming to the forefront, like, you know what? Like, this is a problem. I didn't accept it as a problem. I thought I should shrug it off. I thought I would get over it. But you know what? Now this guy, the person that's responsible, if you were to believe this woman, the person that's responsible for raping me um, or being the adult in this situation that should have known better um, went ahead and took advantage, and now I have to see their face all the time because this motherfucker's popular. He's on TV. He's on the radio. He's on social media. Um, he's there all the time, and I thought I could shrug it off, but now I can't, and I want to talk to somebody about it. I don't think that they have the right to say, like, you should have – like, we don't have the right to tell her what she should have done because I don't know what she should have done. I don't know what I would do. I'd like to think I would handle it a certain way, but – I just hope that I'll never have to be in that position to say what I will or won't do. Right. I just I don't I don't think it's appropriate to tell somebody that 
or to say what we could do because everybody handles shit differently. I, I, I always felt that they should extend the statute of limitations on rape. When, when Dennis Hastert, uh, who was a former uh, senator, when he went to prison, he didn't go to prison for raping all those young boys over all those years. He went to prison because he used uh, government money to, uh, to pay them hush money. So, because the statute of limitations for the rapes had already ran out. Like wow. Bill Cosby, he, he only got caught on that one case, so everyone else testified. But, uh, I don't know if they testified, but they used them as examples. I, I'll say that, I know for sure. But the statute of limitations on those had ran out, like, years ago, some of them decades ago. But some of those happened, like, in the, in the 70s and 80s, you know. And the statute of limitations, I think, is seven years. In some states, they may have extended it to nine years maybe a little bit more. But the problem with something like that is, is that it leaves it open for people who uh, want to cause somebody harm. So let's just say I'm a, I'm a big star yeah, now, yeah, but somebody, yeah. but somebody yeah. says, oh, back when I was 17, Merce raped me, like, you know, uh, 20-something years ago, and that opens st- that stuff up. But as far as the whole aspect of when people always say, well, why do you bring it up now? You know, and I think Odie covered it very well. But I will add to it that if you have people who are very powerful, like, for instance, the young woman who uh, accused Donald Trump of raping her when they were at one of, I almost said Jeffrey Lord. It wasn't Jeffrey Lord. That's a completely different scumbag. But um, there was a guy who Donald Trump and even Bill Clinton had been at some of his parties, and he's known for having underage girls at his parties. So she had uh, accused Donald Trump of raping her when she ended up at one of those parties. And uh, the only reason why, and here's the thing, a judge had actually seen that there was enough evidence to go through with the case, but the case never went through because she received so many death threats that she was scared for her life, and she dropped the case, you know? So, So when it comes to powerful people... There's always, you know, and, and like you said, you may see these people on TV every day, and then the, the anger just builds up inside, and like you said, you've got to talk to somebody. You've got to come out and talk about it. But um, in the case of, of Charlemagne, I didn't really look into that case all that much. But if it's past the statute of limitations, then unfortunately, you know, it, it sucks. To, I mean, because I don't know if he Not did it or I don't know if this is a different girl. So this, this, if this is a different girl, then this doesn't apply. But the whole problem is, if this is the same girl that I read about in his autobiography, then he was already that Kate. Like it's double jeopardy. Like we've already discussed this. Um, matter of fact, he actually submitted his DNA, um, and the DNA cleared him. So this this is actually a non-issue with Charmaine, if this is yeah, the same girl. Same girl. Nah. It's the same oh, girl. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, Unless you're talking about like a different incident or something like, if there's something I'm missing, then please correct me, but if this was a, if this is the same, like you already said this is the same girl, unless we're talking about a different incident altogether, what, like, what are we talking about? And he's already pled, like, he said, I'm not going to cop the rape of her. He's like, yes, I definitely served in alcohol, and he's like, I think, and even in the book he said, I think something happened to her, but it was not me. He was like, it was not me. And he's been very consistent on that point. I believe him. A lot of people say they don't. They say he feels like I do believe I actually do believe Charlamagne. I yeah, do, I do. Believe, no, because if you read the book, like, he's been very consistent. So 
So, and he's talked about this too, like over the years. This isn't like something new. He's always talked about owning your shit so nobody can hold it against you. And that's what I mean by he's inconsistent with his, with his stuff. Um, but I just hope that she gets whatever help she, she thinks she needs. My, my thing as a woman, if I was violated in any way by a man, I won't. I, I feel like it's most, um, I guess it, it would be more powerful to make sure it's known right up front, like immediately when it happens, at least within a week of the incident, so someone knows. Um, even if you have to tell someone else who has to get the word out there because you're afraid to put your face out there. It just needs right. to be said because, of, of course, after a while, I mean, who knows? He might get a slap on the wrist or nothing. But he actually hurt you. That's why I was saying. I, I would just have to get it. Now, right. I will say Somebody this, too. I do think your legal representation matters. What's the lawyer's name that's always, like, in the forefront of um, whenever, like, an Instagram model has some sort of tiff? Uh, she, oh, it's, and she's the daughter of a famous lawyer, too. I think she's Gloria Allred's daughter. Ah, uh, Mark, I, you know who I'm talking about? No, no, unfortunately not. Okay, I'm gonna have to look for that. But whatever that, whatever that lady's name is, I honestly would not want her as my legal representation because she, while she may be good at what she does, I just feel like she brings attention for the wrong reasons. Lisa Bloom, that's what I'm talking about. Lisa Bloom. So essentially, if you follow social media, especially like Instagram, usually when there is a domestic violence dispute with a celebrity, a male celebrity, or there's some sort of rape accusation involved, whether it's, you know, again, a male celebrity usually, she, this woman seems to be on everybody's speed dial. And for me, if I would want to be taken seriously, she could not be my legal representation because at this point her uh, her reputation just seems to be based on it. She's like the ambulance chaser for Instagram models. So she's like the Nancy Grace of of lawyers. Yes. Don't want you don't want Lisa Bloom. I wouldn't want Lisa Bloom. So I would need to be taken a little bit more seriously than that. Um, maybe a lawyer with good resources that's a little less high profile. Yeah, because I mean it, it, it's a, it's a rough road, especially you finding this out with a lot of college students who go through this. It's like somebody will, and I always thought this was just stuff that was in the movies. Because I mean I see this stuff happen in the movies, and I'm just like, how you gonna rape somebody, and then text him and ask him out on a date. I'm like, I think we're a little bit past right. that, right? And I and I thought that was just some stuff to sensationalize the movies. But no, people do that because no one really teaches young men how to interact with women. And so it's left to uh, the media, not the media like the news, but, you know, stuff that people see on TV and listen to their friends. I'm like, why? I tell my nephew, I'm like, why would you listen to someone who's the same age as you? They know exactly what you know. <laughs> Why don't you talk to an adult? Why don't you talk to somebody who's been down, who's been down that road before? You know, don't talk to your friends. They know what you know. You know, there was um, I don't know if they had taped the chant. I think they taped the chant, but um, some fraternity, and uh, someone taped them doing their chant, and it was like um, no means yes, and yes means anal, and I was like, yeah, who, yeah. I'm sorry, who, who, I'm just not funny, but yeah, no, well. 
it, it's funny in the way that somebody taught them that, and they were just like, okay, that sounds good. I'll, we'll, we'll just do that. <laughs> like, who thought that was a good idea? Like, if I ran that fraternity and I saw people in, you know, under my banner doing that, there'd be a lot less, there'd be a lot more openings because I'm like, all oh, y'all got to go because we're not turning this into a, into a, a rape castle. You know, we, we're not trying to do that. But I think people aren't, I guess some people, some parents get embarrassed about talking about sex with their kids and they just leave it to schools and leave it to the winds. And you figure in schools they're teaching abstinence, which is ridiculous because you can't fight nature. You got to teach people how to deal with their nature instead of just denying it. You know, we talked about the incels a little bit about people who say that they're involuntarily celibate because nobody wants to have sex with them. Like, no one wants to have sex with you because you're a fucking creep. So it's not because, right. you know, it's not because, oh, I, I single you out because of your politics, and sometimes that's part of it, but it's because you're a creep and no one taught you how to talk to girls. And that's why you're, invo- quote, unquote, involuntarily celibate. No, like, I'm involuntarily celibate. No, you're an asshole is what you are because it's not that hard, you know. So I, I don't know. But the whole thing about, you know, people like, and now even Brock, I almost called him Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up for confusing an MMA wrestler with, uh, with a rapist. But Brock Turner is trying to have his rape conviction overturned because he was saying that, you know, oh. he, that, that he was not having, not trying to have intercourse, but he's trying to have outer course like having sex what? through his clothes or some other nonsense. And I know if I was a judge, I would be disbarred. I'd be, I'd be removed from the bench because I'd be on the bench. And then his lawyer would have been like, well, Your Honor, you know, we're moving to have his great conviction overturned because he was having outer course. Not about the fuck did you just say? And I would have jumped over the bench and I would just beat the living shit out of him. And all you would have heard was like, like, say it again. Say it again. Say that again. Say that again. The, and the bailiff would have had to pull me off. It would have been terrible. I would have beat that dude. To, I would have beat him to death for saying that. Because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're talking about you ruin a girl's life, and you want to try to get a rapist off on, on wordplay, outer course. That's why there's so many rapes out there. Keep in mind, the judge who gave Brock Turner that six-month sentence and only let him serve three months, they removed him from the bench. Because... All the stars were in line for this guy to go to jail for 10 years. And the judge is just like, oh, okay, no, you're a good kid. Look at the swim times. <laughs> That's why some women don't come out. And here's the thing, you know, Mercedes, I hope that – I know you said that you've had some, you know, some incidents, and I hope they weren't ever that bad, you know. And, no, 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 nothing like and, that. And, I mean, and, I've had other situations where – like, you know, like a relationship turned abusive and I didn't say anything and I kind of say like an idiot, things like that. But right. um, nothing, nothing like rape or anything. Me, right. I'm, I'm, I'm open my mouth and say something. Some, the police are going to know about it. And then on top right. of that, a lot of times when people rape because it's just like a sporadic type thing they decide to do, they don't use protection. Therefore, they leave DNA evidence behind. Right. Take it to the police station. Get swabbed, point it in the right direction. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. But, 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 but my thing is this. I want... I know there's always going to be creeps and monsters in society. And even if we teach people, uh, you know, how to interact with women properly, 
You know, I mean, every woman is different. When I, I'm not talking about getting a date. I'm talking about, like, not raping women, <laughs> you know. So I hope that if that would have ever happened, that in society there would be an option where if something were to happen to a woman, she would feel safe enough to be able to go to the cops and have it investigated. And I don't mean, like, snatch the guy up and punch him in the stomach. I mean just investigate it and find out if what happened really happened and if it did without really, you know, kind of being neutral on it and just saying, hey, listen, you know, she says this happened, we investigated it, and then if he's guilty, let him go to prison. You know, but a, a lot of women are afraid to come forward because they don't want to be seen as whores. They don't want to be seen as, uh, you know, it's like I, I, I think this one of the few countries where you could be the victim and then be made to be the villain. Oh, you're ruining this guy's life. Yeah, well, he ruined her life because now she probably can't have a normal relationship without uh, thinking about being raped. And then imagine and, the women that actually lie about stuff like that. Ugh. Like, do you guys remember that black guy? He was like a um, he was going on to be like a big football star or whatever. I can't remember his name, but the the girl. This is a total black black situation. Um, so the girl lied and said that he raped her at some party. He, his whole football career in college went down the drain because of her. He spent X amount of years in jail only for her to come out later and say, "Well, she lied." Six years, and and that wouldn't have come out unless he. And, and the only reason why it came out because he was taping her, and then and, yeah. It, and then on top of that, you know the um, state had paid her like her and her family like a million dollars. Yep. For her. One, see, that, yep. see, that's the thing. Okay, so just on the flip side of that, now while I do believe that there are more women who are telling the truth than not, I do believe that statistically, um, the the fact of the matter is some do lie, and that that fucks up the situation for the rest of them. But right. I do think in order to balance the situation, there should be some sort of repercussions when it comes out the women outright lied. Now, whether that comes out through recordings like that that football player had to do or whether that comes out through um, some other means, it definitely has to be some sort of concrete proof um, for that. But, when, yeah, there needs to be a ramification for that. Right. I think for, for that situation, he should have got paid and her and her family should have been made to pay that money back. Well, that's the thing. They were made to pay the money back, but they're never going to get it. It's like the Gary Coleman situation. By the time Gary Coleman won that case against his parents for his money, they already spent it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, now you get uh, 40% of nothing because they don't have it anymore. So, they, so he won the case, but he still didn't get anything from it. The state's never going to get that money back because they spent it all. Yeah, they're know. probably broke right now, working regular jobs. Yeah. So there should be some sort of, and, and when I say jail time for something like that, I mean, there has to be like, it's kind of like the death penalty for me. There has to be concrete evidence that you lied. Not, you know, before I say, okay, well, you accused this man of rape and he went to prison for six years. So now you've got to do six years, <laughs> you know, something like that. But it, it's, it's a sad situation. And I got into an argument with the girl about this one time because she believed, and she was, she was in college at the time, and she believed in her heart of hearts that rape is so terrible that no woman would ever lie about being raped. And I was like, and I hate to play the whole you're just in college, you're being naive thing, but I was just like, if you believe that a woman wouldn't say that she was raped 
in order to get her way, you need to you need to see more of the world. You need to get out beyond your own beyond your front porch and see more of the world to see more people to know that yeah, it is a terrible thing. It's a horrible thing, but it happens. So you can't just sit there and believe like, oh, like rape is so terrible that no one would ever fake it. Sure they would. It's uncommon, but it happens. You know. Yeah, it definitely happens, and that's the sad part about it. But yeah, um, and then the crazy part is typically when these women lie about the whole rape situation, there's so many holes in their story. That's why I'm. That's why I'm confused as to how some of these women get away with lying and these men still get convicted. It doesn't make sense to me. Typically, they don't. They don't have a, a full story to tell. Well, and the worst part about that young man going to jail is that, um, I mean, they were dating at the time, and I don't remember if they were breaking up or whatever it was, you know. But I'd have to look it up. I don't want to tell lies on the air, but I don't know if there was ever any, even any DNA evidence that there was a rape, that they went totally yeah. on her word. And, and like yeah, I said, I mean, because it supposedly happened on school grounds, they sued the school and they won. Uh, I guess it's a, a black man, you know, committing a crime. I mean, they may not look into it very much. Typically, they don't. So they yeah, don't. yeah, and it's funny when they talked about. I'm, oh, you know what? I was I, I wrote the cardinal rule. I talked about R. Kelly, but people will talk about why it went on for so long, and it's because it was black women, and black women are usually the most marginalized women out there. So there's not that really uh, that quick of a, a rush to justice for black women as opposed to anyone else who was in that same situation. And don't take my word for it. Check the court records. <laughs> you know, don't take my word on anything I say. Look it up because I've already looked it up. <laughs> and I'm telling you what I looked up. You know, black women are bought. And it's funny because black women right now are the most educated women in America, but they're also the most marginalized. Go figure. Right. Uh, and on that note, that's a mic drop moment, I feel like. Mercedes, did you have anything else? That was it. I guess that concludes another episode of 360 degrees. 60 degrees. Uh, well, put it like this. We had a couple minutes left. I had one quick thing. Everything else I could talk about on Monday's show. I didn't really have all that much stuff here, but in, in the three minutes we have left, uh, we talked about last week about um, Sasha Baron Cohen and his show, This Is America. Yeah. And um, one of the senators, no, the, the state reps, uh, Georgia state rep, what's his name, uh, Jason Spencer, he actually turned in his resignation. So oh, he's, he did, okay. Yeah, so he, he's resigning from, uh, from Congress. You know, he, like I said, he was a state rep. He was the one who told, uh, speaking of black women being marginalized, I don't remember who she was. I didn't look up that article, so I apologize. But somebody, I think she was a lawyer, and she was looking on getting uh, Confederate monuments taken down, and he threatened her, saying that if they take those monuments down, she's going to turn up missing. Like, that is a direct threat, and nothing happened to him because of that. And basically it took Sasha Baron Cohen making him look like a jackass on national television to have him resign. And people are mad about that show. I mean, Sarah Palin flew all across the country, and at least Sarah Palin, uh, at least Palin figured out that she was being punked, and she actually left. And she was mad because she flew across the country to do this thing with Sasha Baron Cohen. He pretended to be a, a veteran. 
But my thing is this before we wrap up. It's not that he tricked this guy into saying what he was saying. He made him comfortable for him to be himself. And I think that's the part that people are missing. Because Bernie Sanders is on that show too. You know, and Bernie Sanders didn't say anything racist. And he even had other Republican lawmakers who were like, what, I'm not going to say this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> because they saw it and they were just like, I'm not going to say this. It doesn't make any sense. Get four-year-olds guns. That's an actual skit, by the way. Oh, I'm not going to do that. But this guy was comfortable enough with Sasha Baron Cohen where he basically, he yelled out the N-word as, and, and he told it to him as, hey, listen. What a hard R, by the way. Oh, oh the really hard R. And saying, hey, you know, if, if ISIS is going to kidnap you, <laughs> like ISIS will want to kidnap a low-level state rep, uh, you got to uh, draw attention to yourself and use the N-word. And he didn't, and Sasha Baron Cohen didn't say it. He said the N-word. And he mm-hmm. starts yelling out, you know, nigger with the hard R. And Sasha Baron Cohen was like, no, the, the word is, is, is Noonan or Noonie or something like that. That word is disgusting. (laughs) And it it got him and and tricked. I mean, they believe the most ridiculous things, like ISIS is afraid of homosexuals. So if you put your bare butt on somebody from ISIS that that they're afraid they'll turn gay, that's ridiculous. But they got this guy to take his trousers down, take his underwear down, and run at Sasha Baron Cohen to put his bare butt on him to practice getting away from ISIS, like ISIS would ever want this guy. So, oh, that's that's my timer telling me to shut the hell up. (laughs) Oh, but real real quick, I still haven't gotten the answer to uh, when uh, when Reagan got his start exactly, but interesting fun fact, I was curious to see what kind of protests were going on at the time he was president. Mm -hmm. And uh, interestingly enough, the only thing that came up was, like, there were some people – some protesters who gathered around his star back in 81, and I'll give you two guesses as to what they were protesting. This is in 81. Oh, God, 81. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. So they were actually protesting um, and asking Reagan to keep, to keep uh, leopards on the endangered species list. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> priorities, man. Priorities. That is hilarious. <laughs> hey, you know the animal that could that will just tear your face off? Let's keep them on the endangered species list. Yep. Those cats are not pets. I saw a video of a, a I think it was a jaguar. You know, they're in they're in that family, and I saw a jaguar swim up and kill an alligator, kill a crocodile. I keep getting out of this crocodiles are different. Yeah, me too. But just swam up and just burst out of the water and in like three seconds just killed a crocodile. Just put his jaws right around his neck and just snapped its neck and then just dragged it off. Just just swum away with it to eat it. You know? But that doesn't just because they they kill you doesn't mean that they don't deserve to live. I mean, you know, they have their own habitat. But it's oh, funny he, it's funny that the I'm only wait, wait, real quick before I forget. Go ahead. 1960. 1960 is when he finally got it. Oh, is when he got his star? Yeah, when he got his star. So well oh, before. Oh, so he had that star for decades before he became president. Yeah. Okay. And no one ever vandalized it, huh? Nope. Nobody vandalized it. Yeah. You know why? Because Donald Trump sucks. 
because you can't have a star in the Hollywood fame without somebody taking the pickaxe to it. <laughs> That's absolutely hilarious. Uh, America sucks sometimes. Sometimes. A lot. Especially lately. But all right. Um, that concludes another episode of 360 Degrees. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes. You can catch us on uh, almost any place where you can get a podcast, except for from what Blue tells me, except for iHeartRadio. So we don't heart radio. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye, guys.